0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Better Watch Horror Podcast. I'm your host Patrick
1: and I'm Celeste
0: and as always we are here to share our love of everything horror
1: and true crime.
0: We didn't really expect this one to be a celebration for us but we are now celebrating 100 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah that ticked (laughs) over just before we started recording this so honestly thank you. I was speechless and shocked. A little bit and I sent you the photo while you were at work mm. and, and I was
1: like I thought like you'd sent a photo of lotus or something and I opened it and I was like wait what and I had to like look at it like three times to make sure I was reading the number correctly
0: Mm-mm. and as always if you hear any background noise that is our dog lotus she'll be <laughs> probably itching herself or something whatever she wants to do mind of its own that mm. dog but anyway yes thank you so much we do appreciate the support Honestly, we didn't think we'd ever get to 100. We didn't even think we'd hit our goal of 75 Seventy-five. that's up on our board. So thank you, really. That's all we can say, mm. I think. I'm, I'm just still shocked. It's, uh, it, it feels like a little bit of hard work starting to pay off a little. Would you say the same thing? Oh, 100%. Because mm. there's been a lot of late nights, a lot of uh, breakdowns, mostly on my part. And, yeah, feels good. But we are celebrating today because we had planned to do another Aussie horror film, but we were sick and tired of shooting on Aussie horrors because the one we wanted to do was terrible. Yes. So we decided, why not do the one that when we did our Ausploitation horror ranks actually shocked us at how good it was, Mm. and that is Undead from 2003. This movie... No means. It's not great. It's terrible. But it's in that category of it's so terrible. It's so good.
1: It is so good.
0: The acting, terrible. CGI effects, terrible. Dialogue, terrible. But But
1: it's so good. And it
0: makes me laugh throughout the whole thing. Like, obviously, if you're in a different country, you probably won't understand the humour of Australians. But this just, it makes me laugh so hard. And I had to watch it twice more, once for notes. Once for another time for the fuckometer, Mm. which it did make easily. No surprise there. No, it wasn't a surprise because it was funny. There was, there was zero or one in the first like 10 minutes. And then as soon as another character comes in, that one went to like 38. (laughs) And then another thing happened and that 38 went to 50. It was just in the span of 10 minutes.
1: They were all in there.
0: They were all in there. And it was one character. (laughs) And he's my (laughs) favourite, which we will get into. But yeah, this movie is about zombies and it's also about aliens. It's just a whole mix of things.
1: (laughs) One of your favourite things, one of my favourite things. What, zombies? Zombies for you, aliens for me. I do love
0: zombies. Well, what's your favourite, well, I was about to say, what's your favourite alien movie? Alien, isn't it?
1: That one and that one we watched the other day. Oh, what was it called?
0: Oh, No One Can... Uh, no One Can
1: Save You or something No like One that? Can, yeah, Save You. No One you Can Help you. you. Was it on Disney Plus?
0: It was on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was real pretty good. a good movie. And whereas one of my favourite zombie movies is 28 Days Later and Shaun of the Dead. Fair. Like, they're my two go-tos. And now this one. <laughs> it's in there. It's yeah. It's in there. Uh, yeah, man. This movie... I could go on and on in days for how much I love this. I remember talking to someone at work and he was like, I remember renting it from like a Video Easy or Blockbuster. And he was like, I remember it being so terrible, but I laughed the whole way through. And then because I work with him now at the same like site, I was like, we're covering it. And he was like, oh, good (laughs) on you. And he couldn't wait. So if he is listening hope you enjoyed this episode. Well, I hope everyone enjoys this episode like always. And I will now stop rambling and we will get into it. Because would you like to start off with who directed it? Because I will butcher everything again as (laughs) I usually do.
1: Okay. So it was directed and written by Michael and Peter Spearig. And it stars Felicity Mason as Renee. Mungo Mackay as Marion, who is like the funniest character. Mm-hmm. Rob Jenkins as Wayne, Lisa Cunningham as Sally Ann, Dirk Hunter as Harrison, and Emma Randall as Molly.
0: Now, I didn't trust IMDB for the budget. It's like the first time (laughs) I haven't trusted it because it had it at like a million Australian dollars. No way. Like estimated that around that. And I was like trying to look everywhere else and I went on Google and Google upped it by three million. And I was like, I just don't believe that. I feel like this is low budget.
1: Yeah, there's no way. Like a million at a push. Mm,
0: Not four. So I don't really know entirely a budget around it. But I just love it when low budget films put more into practical because there is a lot of practical effects in this film. And before I start rambling again, how about we just get into it? Okay. So this movie starts off with a bang, like literally. (laughs) It's like a meteor explodes and there's like uh, little shards of it. Would you say, shards? Fragments. Fragments. I'm thinking, like, shards of glass. It's like, frag- yeah, as you said, fragments of this meteor start heading towards Australia. And we meet Renee. She's, like, at a bank. And he's telling her that, like, she's got to pay off all her parents' debts after they've passed away. And she'll lose their, like, family farm. Yeah. And I love the agent she's with. That <laughs> Oh. He's like a sleazebag. And I feel like... It's so weird. It's weird because I feel like he puts on an accent. It's like half Australian, half Greek.
1: Yeah, like that Greek-Italian...
0: Yeah. It's so stereotypical. Yeah. Stereotypical.
1: With his, like, chewing gum, like, Mm. open mouth chewing grossness. Mm. And
0: he's, like, just talking up Renee the whole time to, like, someone on the phone. Yeah. And... The first sights we see of these, like, fragments of the media coming in is, like, we see an old lady walking down the street after she's gone in the shops, and there's, like, two drunk dudes, like, um, bickering and talking, and they have no idea what's going on, and when I was watching it with subtitles, they're talking about going up to, like, this lake with this other guy, and one of them's like, oh, not that guy, and he's (laughs) like, why do you hate him? And he's like, he stole my prize mower.
1: Fair.
0: That is fair. And he's like, well, he's going to, we have to go around to his house to pick him up. And he's like, oh, I don't want to go there. And he's like, why? And he's like, just in case I see my mower. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is just off the wall. Like what the hell's going on? And as they're talking, a meteor just goes straight through this old woman, like hits her completely. Yeah. We also see another fragment hit this dude who's playing cricket. And I don't know if it's like a family thing or just these random kids are playing cricket with this dude, but he's an absolute prick. Mm. It's like the kid bowls to him and he just spanks it for six. (laughs) And one of the other blokes goes, you prick. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't smack a a kid for six. Yeah. Let the kid win. Yeah, let the kid win. And he gets ultimate karma when one of the fragments goes straight through him and ironically hits the stumps. (laughs) And that's how this movie starts. Like... It just starts off straight away. Yeah. Plus the fact that the drunk dudes finally realise what's going on when they see the old lady get up and she's, like, roaring like a zombie would. And the dude goes up to her like, are you okay? And he's like, oh, bugger me. (laughs) And he gets his head, like, clean knocked off and that's when we get into the title card.
1: Mm. So funny.
0: Ah, I... It was weird because when we did the Ausploitation rankings, we watched... The two first movies – this is one of the first two movies we watched. The first one being The Nightingale, which is like a serious movie about like when the Irish convicts came to Australia and England was in charge and that Mm. movie was shocking and it was like amazing and was taking my breath away and Mm. like I was just in awe of how good that film was. Yeah. And then we get into this.
1: Yeah, because we were worried that because – we sometimes have this thing where if we watch more than one movie in like one night, one will be bad and one will be good. But this time there were two goodies.
0: So we were very surprised. And I loved it when we got to the, uh, the DVD menu and you could already tell the quality of what the movie was going to be like. And we were like, Oh, we're in for a treat. Like this movie is
1: either going to be really, really bad that we can't wait for it to be over or it's going to be
0: amazing. Mm. And luckily for us, it was amazing. So now we, get back to Renee and the agent. We see the meteors out the back because Renee looks and sees them. And we, she's like, they're taking a shortcut and there's a car accident. The agent gets out to check. And this is where I'm like, the accent gets a bit dodgy because he's like still talking to her in that accent. And then he gets out of the car. He's like, oi, what's going on like here? Like just full Aussie. And he's like, you can't, like, you got to be two car lengths. You can't drive close together. That's why you had the accident. <laughs> Probably like no shit Sherlock. <laughs>
1: So stupid.
0: And he goes to check. He sees like this little girl and she like flinches, but we cut back to Renee and he comes back, scares the shit out of her. And he's like, oh, it's just this little girl. She's in all sorts. And then we see something bite him on the back of his heel. Again, kill his spot.
1: Can we stop with that
0: spot? Hostel has forever ingrained in my brain that anytime someone gets hurt in the Achilles, I just hate it and another movie I'll give an example of pet cemetery I was going to say pet cemetery yeah i hate it <laughs> just that part it just every time it makes me cringe but um yeah all of a sudden the car starts to shake renée hops out with like what would you call is it like a wheel jack
1: yeah like a yeah in the old days to stop people from stealing your car you would have a wheel jack that you'd lock onto your car like your steering wheel mm. with a key and you physically couldn't get it off, so no one could steal your car.
0: Do you want to know how old school my car was, my first car? No. I did didn't not have a wheel it. jack oh, in it, but because my car was on the list of, like, top cars to be stolen, I had the pop-out stereo that I could take with me, so no Stop. one could... <laughs> I'm serious. So no one could steal it. I actually used to do it. I used to take it out, put it in my school bag, and walk off.
1: Oh, my God. Mm.
0: I'm fucking serious.
1: I thought you were about to say it had bloody wind-up windows.
0: Did have wind-up windows too. Oh, my God. No airbags as well.
1: Well, look, to be fair, you got your license way before I did. Yeah. If I'd got my license at that time, that's probably the car I could afford.
0: Mm, I do miss it though, my old 2002 Mitsubishi Lancer. Now I drive a sick car.
1: A sick car, you idiot. All right, let's keep going. (laughs) You and your bloody rambling.
0: Yeah, I know. Sorry. But um, I love it when we first get the sight of what these zombies can look like. And she slices one in half with a blunt object.
1: Movie magic.
0: <laughs> Practical effects all the way. Sick. Yeah. And then when we see the agent as the zombie and he's still chewing the gum.
1: It was like, I was like, this is amazing.
0: Oh, man.
1: I think that was the tipping point for me where I was like, this is good.
0: Attention to detail. I yeah. love it. And but not the
1: other details of slicing someone with the
0: blood object. No. As you said, movie magic. <laughs> and um, then we see the agent gets shot. And this is like our first sight of Marion. And the weapon he has. Like that three shotguns together on like, he'd like this contraption.
1: Yeah, he like duct taped them together or something.
0: And he like shoots, like clean off the top half of the agent. And he runs off. He like tips his hat to Renee. And then Renee runs after him. And this is like... The first sign of the aliens as well, because we like see the rain and it's burning her, like all their clothes like a, and stuff. It's like acid rain. And we're or like, oh, okay, acid rain. What else is this movie going to throw at me? So
1: I'm like, oh, we're apocalyptic now, are we?
0: And then you see like these beam of lights come from the sky and they're picking up all the bugs. Like mm. the worst CGI cricket you'll ever see just goes up in the sky and you're thinking, like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and then they get into the house and we finally see. Your favorite character, Marion.
1: It's just the weirdest unit.
0: He's so serious and I love it.
1: <laughs> it and he, like, just the way he delivers his lines mm. is just so deadpan and so serious. And he's talking the most utter shit, but he's so serious. Yeah. And I, I love him.
0: I know you do. And then this is where we meet Wayne and Sally Ann as they're driving up that same road. They're with their aunt. Jessie I think I think that was her name It's only said once And it's when Wayne and Sally Ann Are eventually at the house Mind you Sally Ann is like Nine months pregnant Yeah she's pregnant pregnant. And They see the accident The aunt hops out of the car And that little girl Comes walking to Mm -hmm. her And then just punches A hole straight through her head (laughs) And grabs her brain And starts eating it Sally Ann and Wayne Get shit scared Enough that Wayne runs off Without Sally Ann She just stays there Huh? Adam's, oh Adam's on the list for something we're doing next year. Mhm. I wouldn't say it's like it's the only bad thing he does to her though.
1: She is pregnant. Mhm. She would be waddling. She needs the help.
0: But the thing is is like he runs off but then realizes, "Oh shit, I've left <laughs> me pregnant wife." And runs back and grabs well.
1: Oh, to be fair, it's not that bad because that's what yeah, my, yeah. That's when my mum was pregnant with me and she was literally in labour. My dad and my older sister ran off, <laughs> and my mum almost had me in the elevator in the hospital because they left the elevator without her. Oh god! So kind of makes sense. Yeah. He was panicking.
0: All right, and because he eventually comes back to grab her and hits the little girl zombie over the head, and then they eventually get to this house. Which Marion doesn't want to bring him in. He, like, holds a gun yeah. to the door and then um, eventually Renee lets him in. And then not even, like, two minutes later, we get two police officers, which here comes my favourite character, <laughs> Harrison. This is the guy that sent the F-bombs mm-hmm. through the roof. Every <laughs> sentence he says has just got something containing the F-word in it. Mm. And the, I think it's Molly. Molly. Molly's knocking on the door, like, let us in, let us in. And he's like, nah, get out of the way. (laughs) Shoots the door down, just barges in. He's like, what the actual fuck are you doing? (laughs) Like, let us in. And then um, it feels like they've known Marion before because everyone's like all shocked. There's like, what the hell's going on? They're like looking around the room and then there's Marion, just two guns pointed at the police officers. And I'm like. Oh. I was
1: like surely you're not gonna shoot them, right?
0: No, but there's a funny line that said Look two thousand and three there's a couple of uh obscenities not like F words said.
1: Homosexual slurs.
0: Yeah. So the dialogue hasn't aged well. No. There's also a fat joke. Yep. So it hasn't aged well. Yep. But it's so shocking that you kinda nervous laugh.
1: Yeah. But also I feel like because it's just, like, such a wild story that I feel like the story itself just overpowers what, like, these bad moments.
0: Hmm. A hundred percent. So then eventually the zombies start to come in. Marion's doing this thing. He's, like, dual wielding. And then he runs out of bullets. And then he does, like, this arm movement. Like, flings his arms out the side. And then two pop out of nowhere. He catches yeah. them and starts shooting again. You're going, like,
1: what? <laughs> like, where was
0: he hiding them? Who knows? And as he's doing this, he's trying to open the door to, like, the basement. And everyone's just looking. And then, like, a minute later, Renee's like, oh, shit, yeah, I'll help you with the door. And then she opens it. And then, again, they look at each other for, like, a minute. And then he's like, yeah, go down. (laughs) So then, eventually, everyone heads down. And I love it when Harrison starts to head down. He's got, like, worst aim. And I'm like, how are you a cop, my dude? Marion's here shooting all the zombies, like, straight headshots. And... He's like, shoot someone. <laughs> and Harrison just shoots a glass, shoots the wall, shoots the <laughs> yeah. roof, shoots like the window. He's missing everything. And then Wayne picks up a gun and he's shooting zombies. And you're like, out of everyone, when the police officers had the best aim. Yeah. But going back, yeah, when before Harrison goes down into the basement, he does like this thing where he looks both sides like four times and then heads down. <laughs> and then um, eventually they're all down in the basement and they're like wondering if Marion's coming, and then all of a sudden, like he's got five zombies pinned on him, and he gets thrown down the stairs. And then they eventually end up in this bunker where they, like, talk about what's going on, mm. and they're all panicking, like, "What the hell? Like, what is actually going on?" Yeah. And Marion's like, again, deadpan, he's like, "Zombies. <laughs> they're eating. They want to eat us. They can smell us." <laughs> I'm like, well, "What is going on?" And Because they're all bickering, it it takes Harrison to, like, bang against the locker and tell everyone to shut the fuck up. No one's dying on my watch. (laughs) I'm going, this is so stupid.
1: He's, like, that cop in the movie that, like, isn't good so he tries to, like, um, overcompensate by being extra, like, cautious and tries to take control.
0: But he's the biggest little bitch in the whole film.
1: Yeah, and doesn't let his female partner take the lead at any time. No. Even though she's a better shot than he he is. He
0: does it once, but it's a dog move. Mm. And we'll get to that. Because first I want to talk about, you notice Marion is wearing this like fishing lure. And Renee points it out to him. And he's like, it's my good luck charm. And she's like, why? (laughs) And then this is where we get the funniest thing I think I've ever seen in a zombie flick.
1: I think we had to pause it because we were laughing so hard.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And then rewound it to rewatch it.
0: I think we rewatched it about four or five times. <laughs> yeah. So he's there fishing, minding his own business. All of a sudden, this like little green fragment of the meteor hits his bucket full of fish. And then you see their eyes change. <laughs> and then they just start attacking him. And he's like, they're punching, punching them. Fish. They're like scratching him up. He's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> and then eventually, this is why the lure is his good luck charm. He like flings his fishing rod back and the lure lands on his tackle box and he like looks at it. Opens it up. There's a fucking gun in there. <laughs> and he just starts shooting the three fish dead. So that's why he wears the lure.
1: Like, how is that your good luck charm, mate?
0: Ah, oh, so stupid. And while he's having this flashback dream near the end where you see, like, this UFO come into the picture and all the rain start hitting just him in, mm. like, this little area. Yeah. And the light beam comes on him. You can hear, like, these distant screams because sally Ann's having contractions.
1: Mm.
0: And again, another funny line that happens is they're like, we need to take her to a hospital. And Marion, deadpanned as he is, goes, there's two cops here. Surely they know how to deliver a baby. And Molly goes, yeah. (laughs) And then like quickly, she's like shaking her head yes at Harrison. Harrison's like, no. No, we don't. (laughs) And she's like, oh, no, we don't. (laughs) And then Renee's like going, yeah, all right. Wayne, you, like, take care of her, make sure she's okay. Harrison, you go get a mop because there's going to be, like... Blood and... Blood and...
1: The water breaking. Yeah, and and he's, like,
0: looking so deadpan and, like, shit scared that he's, like, all right, we're getting out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, like, no. And then another funny thing is because you're talking about how he's, like, this serious cop or trying to be this serious Mm. cop, Marion grabs, like, out these guns because he's, like, if we don't stick together, they'll die. He grabs out these guns. Harrison sees it. And he's like, whoa, 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 He's like, hand him over. I'm in charge, here. <laughs> I'm in charge. And then this is, and he's like, where? Oh, man. I just love this movie. He talks about like, oh, where's the car? <laughs> in the kitchen. Oh, not in the kitchen. Fuck. In the kitchen. In the garage. <laughs> I've, I jumped ahead. So Harrison goes like to Marion, where's the car? In the garage. How do we get to the garage? Through the kitchen. Where are the keys? In the hallway. Are they easy to get to? Depends what's up there. (laughs) So then they all head out because Harrison is taking charge now. He's like, yeah, all right. Up you go, big fella. You take lead. (laughs) And he, Marion goes up and looks. Nothing's there. They get up and Harrison sees the keys. He goes like, bingo. Walks over to grab him and as he grabs him, a zombie like punches through, which I don't know how the zombies got in the wall, but I'm not answering questions (laughs) because, uh, I mean asking questions because (laughs) as he grabs Harrison, Harrison lets out this like girly ass scream. Yeah. Like it is so high pitched and Marion just grabs his shotgun, shoots the zombie through the wall and then the arm falls off and he's still screaming and he like picks it up with like his fingertips and throws it on the ground. (laughs) And all of a sudden you start hearing this watch go off, like this little beeping noise. Like
1: an alarm on a watch or something.
0: Yeah. And Wayne figures out where it's coming from. It's coming from the zombie's arm. And the best way he feels like is the best way to, I can't believe I said best way, like three times. He feels like the best option to like shut this alarm off is to shoot a full round into the arm. Yeah, why not? And he misses the watch about three times. Yeah. So then... All of a sudden again, all the zombies start coming in because I've heard the noise. Again, Marion's doing his bloody arm movements, <laughs> shooting guns out of, out of nowhere, uh, starts shooting them. Best zombie kill is the two that are attacking Marion in the kitchen. And he shoots them with that shotgun contraption and they go sliding, hit like the uh, the cupboard doors. Mm. which then, like, makes the knives that are hanging up go loose and go straight into their heads.
1: Yeah, I was like, come on.
0: And then also another good kill is where Marion uses a zombie who is, like, hunched over, and he's got, like, little spurs in the back of his boots.
1: He's got cowboy boots.
0: And he does, like, half a front flip, locks himself into the wall, (laughs) hangs upside down, and starts shooting zombies, and then gets back up out of the wall. And then this is where he goes like, all right, we need to head upstairs. And Harrison's like, no, I'm in charge. We go to the car, sees the zombies uh, like come from the front of the garage door. And he's like,
1: right, upstairs. right, we're going <laughs> upstairs.
0: And one thing I forgot to mention was the agent who got shot in half comes back. And if you listen to the subtitles or you can listen carefully, when he was talking about her, when she was walking back to the car at the start, he's saying like, all the way, Renee. Like it was, his, it was, his it was thing.
1: His, like his saying for her.
0: And he says it as the zombie, <laughs> as he sees her walking in and he's like trying to put his guts back into himself and they're like falling out and Harrison shoots him and then he shoots him again in the head. But when he shoots him in the head, all the zombies that they've shot on the ground before just pop straight back up like yeah. evil dead shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, this movie's crazy. <laughs> So eventually they head upstairs, they get into the bathroom where Marion shoots the floor. So now there's a hole to where the garage is. And then again, Harrison's like, nah, I'm in charge. And this is where it's the dog move because he sends Molly down because he's like, no one's going down there until I've checked it out. Hands Molly a gun and goes, go on (laughs) on your bike. Shit bag. Mm. So yeah, Molly goes to check out the garage. Nothing in there. Everything is all sweet. Then they all start to head down and then again the zombies start to break through and all of a sudden this is where you see Marion steal the keys off of Harrison, gets in the car. Harrison goes, move over. I'm driving the shit box. (coughs) Marion goes, no, no one's driving this shit box but me. And then Harrison's like, oh, there's no time to fight and gets in the car and they're like, what are you doing? Just drive because Marion's just sitting there Mm. and he grabs like his roller door key. To open it and he won't drive through it. And it only opens up a little because it stops. And then he he looks at it and it starts back up. <laughs> and then as they're driving out, they run over two zombies, which then there's like a massive blood splatter across the car. And then he just puts on the windscreen wipers. And it just and smushes waits. it everywhere. Yeah, He's just waiting there for the blood to just go away.
1: No sense of urgency, this one.
0: No. So now they're driving down the road. Marion, again, he's trying to explain that they're zombies. No one's really listening to him because he's like the town crazy. Yeah. He's been talking about aliens and zombies coming But I mean, would
1: you believe a story about zombie fish? No.
0: No. That's pretty far-fetched.
1: Yeah. So it makes sense.
0: And when they're trying to get out of town, they notice that there's a massive wall that's been put up by the aliens. And what do you think is Harrison's response to this?
1: Doesn't he say we've got to, like, drive through it or something?
0: No. He just looks at it and he goes, fuck it, I'll climb the bastard. (laughs) And they're going, like, no. Like, that's stupid. And at this time as well, the infection's now in the air, so you start hearing them all cough. Mm. And he starts to climb the wall. He puts Molly in charge. And he gets to, like, the top. But as this is happening, Marion passes out from coughing. And we go back to that flashback where he's been abducted. But mm. then again, we don't see the end of it yet. And he wakes up and he's like, the storm's about to come, like the acid rain, everyone needs to get in the car. They're like trying to grab everyone. Molly's passed out. Renee goes afterwards. to her, he's like, all right, Molly, let's go. We see now Molly's been turned into a zombie. But this is where it gets crazy because, well, Harrison, the dumbass, falls off the wall, kills himself. And when Marion goes to grab Molly because everyone's in the car, they're taking the clothes off because they're burning. Mm. And we're learning now that only their clothes are burning. They're like, my skin's not burning. Like I don't feel it on my skin. Yeah. And as this is happening, Marion's going to check on Molly. And when he gets to Molly, Molly's normal again. Like she's herself and she gets taken up by the beam of light. So when he gets back to the car, Renee talks about how Molly was one of them and Marion's, like, so confused.
1: Because he was like, no, she wasn't.
0: Mm. And now they're, like, they've all taken their clothes off. They're, like, drowning themselves in water to, like, get the acid off. They start driving into town for supplies. And uh, this is, like, the first, like, fuck up or goof of the movie. We see them all walk to this, like, grocery store. Yeah. And Marion is butt naked. Yeah. But when the door opens to the grocery store, you can see he's wearing striped boxes.
1: (laughs) Maybe you just didn't want to see his front bits.
0: Mm, Which you would have liked if there was a bit of that.
1: You make that sound so weird. Well,
0: I know how you talk about you're sick of seeing so many boobs in horror films.
1: Yeah. So then whenever I get to see some man bum. Or the front. Or the front. I'm like, equality, bitches. (laughs) Finally.
0: And then this is where we finally hear the whole story of... What happened fish. to Marion, and he talks about how he got abducted, but he walked away scratched free. Yeah. Like all the scratches that he had, gone. gone. And one thing I forgot to mention is also uh, there's already a bit of tension between Renee and Sally Ann. We learn Renee won in 2002 Miss Catch, Catch of the, the day, day, which shot her up to fame, and that's why she's got the agent. And Sally Ann was also Like she was the- like
1: the runner-up or something. She mm. like lost out.
0: And she's very shitty about it. So and now she's pregnant, so throughout, she's like... Mm, throughout the town, you see pictures of Renee and, like, quotes because she was Miss Catch of the Day, and she, like, covers it up in the... Because
1: she's, like, embarrassed of it.
0: Mm, and who would have guessed, zombies come back in. Fancy that. But we see, like, Renee, like, kicking ass. Yeah. like she She's puts, cool. One of the funniest things is she puts a shovel in one of its heads, and because there's a sign up on the, on the roof, every time it hits it, it can't move. It's so probably it, my
1: favourite zombie kill. because And it,
0: it screams out that it can't move because the handle just keeps hitting this side yeah. and he's going like, ugh, <laughs> to the point where, like, the whole front of his face falls off and he dies. Another cool kill, which is batshit crazy, oh. is Marion is, like, fighting one on the ground. There's also all the soap on the ground. Yeah. As Lotus is going crazy in the background. She's
1: playing with one of her toys. Mm.
0: And he like gets it off him by shaking a can of like soft drink, shoving it in the zombie's mouth. And he then uses the soap to his advantage when he kicks himself off the shelf. And he like slides for a good it's minute so or two. He hits the back wall and a pen falls out of its packet. And
1: <laughs> he throws it at the can.
0: Throws it at the can and it explodes the zombie's head.
1: I'm like, that is not, that's not real, surely.
0: I'll take it. It was cool.
1: 100%.
0: And then at this time as well, Marion is getting attacked by an alien, which Wayne shoots and kills. So we finally see what they look like and they're actually pretty cool. Yeah. And when they eventually get out of the grocery store, Marion is taken by the alien. So he's not in this movie for a while anymore. Yeah. Which which I was very sad about. mm, So Wayne, Sally-Anne and Renee get back in the car and they drive to the airstrip because they're talking about how they're going to fly out of here. They're going to fly over the wall. Mm. And this is like the first good look we see of how the zombies are changing because of the rain. Yeah. So they're like about to be attacked and the rain hits, but the people start to change and they're like, what's going on? What's happening? And they start getting taken up by beams of light and everyone we're like, What's going on? But Wayne doesn't care. Sally Ann's in the helicopter or the aeroplane already. Yeah. And there's another cool kill where Renee, like, because her talent in the miscatch of the day was uh, roping two pigs together. Mm. And she does it to one of the zombies <laughs> and throws it into the turbine of the plane. Yeah, that was gross. CGI terrible, but cool kill. <laughs> like the idea. And Sally Ann eventually gets out of the plane. To go help Renee. But Wayne doesn't see this because when one of the people changed, he was grabbed and he was taken up by the beam of light with him. But the person lets go and he hits the roof and knocks himself out. So he doesn't see Renee and Sally Ann get out of there in the van. van. So he gets in the plane (laughs) and starts to fly up over the... Not
1: very well, mind you.
0: Not very well (laughs) because of the storm, but he flies over the he's also not a pilot. Yeah, true. He flies... Over the wall. He flies over the wall. And at this time, Sally-Anne is getting taken up by the beam of light now. And they eventually get back to that road where we started at. Renee crashes the car. Sally-Anne gets, like, cut out from the top of the van. And we finally get to see the alien in full because he takes, like, his robe off. And he talks about how the rain has been helping them. So the rain's actually been curing them of this infection. And they've been taking up people in beams of light. That
1: aren't zombies to hide them.
0: Hide them in the sky.
1: So that the zombies can't, like, get them. No.
0: It's because I think we learned that the alien... It was the alien's fault that this infection happened. So they came down to fix it.
1: Ah. Yeah. And the wall that they put up was to barricade the rest of the population. Yeah, so they couldn't go
0: to the other towns and infect them. Yeah. So because Wayne's in the plane, they think Renee's the last one to be saved from the infection. Yeah. And... While Wayne is flying, he sees all the people and even animals because we see a close-up of a goat in the sky and he eventually kills Molly because he flies into her. Yep. So when he eventually crashes the plane and the police find it outside of the wall, they think Molly was the pilot. So they don't go looking for Wayne and Wayne's still coughing. Yeah. And I love it when we get to the outside of this wall. And you see the people like with the signs, and they like want to see the aliens, and they're like, "Take me to your maker." Yeah, and, but,
1: and it's like a concert happening or something. Oh, there's like, a song
0: playing. There's one song in this whole soundtrack, and that's the one that plays at the yeah. end. And eventually, yeah, they think everyone's been inv- saved. Everyone comes back down. The wall comes up. People start to rush back into Berkeley, and then we get like a news report of what's been happening. We've learnt that the infection only happened in Berkeley, but now everyone's being quarantined. Even the people that ran and rushed into after yeah. the barricade was put.
1: Well, even, I love, there was like one police officer standing at like one of the barricades and he says like, if you push against this barricade, I will shoot you.
0: And I've already... And
1: I was like, what? It was
0: weird because we'd just seen a movie where there was like people pushing on a barricade. Mm. Which I'll talk about at the end. <laughs> You'll get our first thoughts on that new film. But yeah, Eventually, everyone's in the hospital. We're talking about what happened. Renee's like, if we didn't kill those people, they would have been fine. Marion's like, I think you're forgetting the part where they tried to eat us. So he has no sympathy whatsoever.
1: No, because he didn't get told the truth. It was only Renee that got told the truth about what the aliens were doing. So Marion still thinks that the aliens are bad.
0: Mm. And while they're having this chat and Renee eventually walks off and goes to sit outside, we see that the law has been like broken on him. Mm. It looks like it punctured through him But the practical effects this time Not so good nope. And his good luck charm is broken As Wayne comes into the hospital Coughing Coughing Because
1: he's looking for Sally Ann Because he knows that she's in there
0: Yeah, because they had the baby and yeah, It was a little boy The baby And Wayne eventually ends up turning And Marion is the first one to get bitten So this movie ends We get like a monologue from Renee As she started like this renaissance Like, of all these people that weren't infected, they're, like... She's talking about how the infection grew faster this time and how the aliens haven't come back to help them. Yeah. But she thinks they'll come back one day. I love her get-up-with-the-mask.
1: The The gas mask and tiara.
0: Yeah, the Miss Catch of the Day crown. She's wearing it now because, like, Sally-Ann told me that, like, Miss Catch of the Day has to protect and see out uh, this town. And that's what I'm doing now as we've seen Wayne, sally Ann, and Marianne are now all zombies and they're all contained in this like enclosure. Yeah. And that's where the movie ends. The baby doesn't get infected. Renee has saved the baby. Don't worry about that. (laughs) But yeah, if you want to watch this movie, go for it. Go for your life.
1: 100% recommend. It's a good time. It's
0: up there with one of the best B-grade movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, that's Undead. Such finally, yeah. Finally, we're not shitting on an Aussie horror. We're telling <laughs> you to go watch this one. We know there's a lot of crappy Aussie horrors out there, but that's why we're here. We want to shine a light on them. Yeah, You don't have to listen to us. You don't have to watch it. But, uh, but uh, I
1: think we have good recommendations.
0: Sometimes, maybe. Sometimes. I think my baby redo, a lot of people might have been like, 2005 one, are you sure?
1: <laughs> that's all right.
0: But that's all right. Um. Yeah, let's talk about this new movie we saw. We saw Thanksgiving, the new Eli Roth film.
1: And I went into it not having high hopes.
0: And I went into it with high hopes because I love Eli Roth. And what are our thoughts? It's, it's amazing. Good.
1: It is so good.
0: I think it's a good idea to give it, give Addison Ray more lines. Thank God. After he's all that, or I never saw it. It was not good. Mm, I heard her acting's not the best. She's fine in this film. Yeah, she's totally fine. If you're hoping she dies, spoiler alert. I'm sorry to tell you, she doesn't. She <laughs> survives.
1: There's not going to be a C Addison die
0: shirt promo. Yeah, thing. there's no Parasilton deaths in this one. Like, but the kills, awesome. Is it shocking? Yes. Yeah,
1: especially with how soon it starts.
0: Mm. Gory, hell yes. Eli Roth knows how to make a good gory, uh, gory film, not horry, <laughs> gory film.
1: I mean, sometimes maybe on a do di- in a different movie.
0: What movie?
1: I don't know. I don't watch his movies, but oh, I'm just-
0: exactly. Still got to watch Hostel. No, but yeah, if you're a fan of Eli Roth and you're looking for a fun, gory horror film and to go see, to,
1: and you want to get in the holiday spirit,
0: like we can't because we don't celebrate Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, but it's like just before Christmas, so mm. I'm gonna take it as Christmas.
0: I'm jealous. I'd love to celebrate it.
1: We get enough public holidays here. Give us for another the one. Random. Give us another shit. one.
0: Give us another one. Oh yeah, Grand Final Day.
1: Grand Final Day.
0: Grand Final Day Eve public holiday. Best public holiday going around. Well,
1: do, do Americans get a public holiday for the Super Bowl? Let me have a look.
0: I don't now know. I'm curious. Surely they get the day. Oh, well, it's Super Bowl Sunday for them. Oh, and the it's Sunday. M- yeah, it's Monday oh. for us.
1: Okay, well, never mind.
0: Yeah. It's on a weekend for them. It's on the first.
1: Well, oh, well, don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> I'm a That's dumb so bitch.
0: good. Well, anyway, that has been us. As always, you can follow us. On Instagram at Better Watch Horror Pod
1: and TikTok BWH Pod, Twitter Official BWH Pod,
0: and also our YouTube channel and our Patreon Better Watch Horror. Which again, thank you for a hundred subscribers. We really do appreciate it, and as we appreciate, because you could have been listening to any other horror podcast out there, but you chose to listen to us, and we love you, and we thank you. And shall we give hints to our next video? Uh, yeah. Because it's the start of summer. Okay, for that's us. probably enough. That's enough.
1: That's probably enough. You have a habit of giving away really insightful hints.
0: Yeah, no one guesses, so they're not insightful enough. I, f- I feel like if I say another one, I'll exactly, I will give it which away. Is why yeah, I yeah, look, it's enough. the start. Of, it's the start of summer, and there's an activity that is perfect for the start of summer, especially ours because they get hot as. Mm-hmm. So that's all I'm giving you. <laughs> if you know what it is. Message us on any of those. And you can also, if you want to review us, sorry, if you want us to review (laughs) any horror films or even true crime stories, and if you want to tell us how good or shit we are, you can email us at betterwatchhorrorpod at gmail.com. Perfect. That's the one. And until next time, are you not going to say bye?
1: Oh, I thought you were going to keep talking. No, we're done. Oh.
0: (laughs) We're done. Because
1: you're like... And 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 next time. And I thought we were just gonna keep talking.
0: And bye. Bye.